just wanted us to dwell for a little while uh, this August Sunday uh, on Elijah. I was really struck by that bit in James where it says that Elijah was a man just like us. And I've been kind of kicking that around all holiday, just, just thinking about that. Elijah was a man just like us. We've heard um, with the children one of the, the stories, one of the exploits. We've read uh, with Brad just now another couple of bits of the story. And we're going to look at those just briefly in a minute. But Elijah, a man just like us. I wonder, if I was to say to you the word ability, what would be the first thing that comes to your mind? Feel free to shout it out. Ability. What, does, what comes to mind? Can do. Yeah. Anything else? Say again. Have I any? Self-questioning. Yeah, maybe. Anything else? Skill. Absolutely. What about achievement? What about achievement? What, what springs to mind with achievement? School. I've done it. Yes. Maybe that's a bit more than what you were thinking, but sorry. <laughs> Anything else? Achievement. Earning something, yeah. Paula, you look like you're about to say. Pride, yeah. Done it, yeah. Okay. What about success? Success. Winning, yeah. Okay. Career. Career, okay, yeah, good, thank you. There is no right or wrong answer, by the way. It's just what comes to mind. Any, anything is good. Achievement. Ooh, coming back full circle. Nice. <laughs> anything. What we wish for? Getting the goal. Wonderful. Here's another one. Celebrity. <laughs> Sorry? Pass. Z-list. <laughs> Z-list. In the public eye. A groan. (laughs) Really interesting, isn't it? Really interesting. Celebrity, ability, achievement, success. I think we do grow tired of celebrity, don't we, in our culture today, because it can feel a wee bit shallow. But, you know, there's something natural within us, I think. Maybe it's just me, maybe I'm shallow. But there's something within us that admires other people for all sorts of reasons. Now, our culture, I think, focuses on celebrity. But I think that we do admire other people, maybe for their ability to do something. And it might not be a physical skill, it might be a a kind of a personal ability. We admire achievement. We admire success. We look at people and we think, hmm. And often, it goes from something that is is a perfectly neutral good thing, actually, just admiring other people, seeing what other people can do and celebrating that with them, or even maybe think, well, yeah, maybe I can learn from them. It can often 
become a kind of a sense of, well, they're kind of superior. I could never be like that. I could never achieve like that. I could never be successful like that. I could never be as nice as that. I could never be as caring as that. I could never be as driven as that. I could never be as disciplined as that. I could never be as successful as that. It seems like the media not only delights these days in celebrity, but actually I think the media delights in the downfall of celebrity. Have you noticed this week how people have just been licking their lips over this whole thing with Cliff Richard and just thinking, right, okay, where is the muck to throw at this man? They just can't wait to get in there. And of course, when allegations turn out to be true, it feels just shocking and disappointing. Really? Really? And please, Lord, let, let, let it not be true for Cliff Richard, just because. Let's, let's have an end to all of that. But it seems that we want so often in our culture to dismantle achievement. Perhaps people seem too distant, but then actually closer to home, our friends, our family, people around us that we, we kind of look up to. I wonder if you've ever thought this. It's all right for them. It's all right for them because they, they, they had a good education. It's all right for them because they had people to support them. It's all right for them because it just comes naturally to them. It's all right for them because their kids, well, they're just well behaved. So they're easy. It's all right for them. They've got brains and so, of course, they're going to be successful. It's all right for them because they're loaded. So easy, I think, for us to step into that kind of way of thinking. Feeling that we can never quite be like that. And maybe you know where I'm going with this, but I, I think it's true too of our Christian heroes. Whether they're in the Bible, like Elijah, or actually maybe more recent. Maybe there are people that we look at, maybe with books that we read, or, or films that we watch, or, or, or people that we look up to. And we think, oh, I could never be like that. I think the same might well have been said in Elijah's day. People might have said the same thing about Elijah. Because he was a bit of a household name. In, in Jewish culture, he was very, very well known. He was well regarded. He was looked up to. James was writing to the early Christians in chapter 5 of his, his letter. And I think he was trying to dispel the kind of cult of celebrity and say, look, Elijah was a man just like us. And he urges the people of those early churches that James wrote to to be praying, 
to be looking for a constant relationship with God. Because actually, that was foundational to Elijah. He was just a man like us. And he walked with God. Two things struck me. We've probably just got time for two things. Two things struck me about Elijah as, uh, as I reread this story in the last week or two. I said that he, he was a really celebrated figure of the Old Testament. He was kind of a key part of the Old Testament story. But actually, in the piece that, that Brad just read for us, just kind of shows that he had some real highlights, but he had some real lows as well. I absolutely love that bit at the end of chapter 18, where in verse 46 he says, The power of the Lord came upon Elijah, and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of the horse and chariot carrying King Ahab. A superman, but with his cloak tucked in. I just think that's a hilarious picture of a bloke just flying down the mountain. I mean, it was not that close. Mount Carmel to Jezreel, several miles. And he legged it. I just think that's so cool. But God was with him and just gave him the strength to do that. God had been with him as he'd gone to a place where the ravens fed him. God had been with him when he'd spoken to Ahab at the beginning of chapter 17 and said, Ahab, you need to turn back to God. And until God tells me different, there ain't going to be a drop of rain. Imagine going to a king and saying that you are going to cause a drought on your land. And there was three years of drought. And then we have the bit about the the, the fire on Mount Carmel. We have the raising of a, a child from the dead. And then Brad read to us about how, as, as, as Elijah prayed, so he heard God say, look, send your servant to go and see the rain is about to come. And the cloud came, the cloud, cloud grew. God used Elijah in the most incredible ways. There were incredible highs in his life. But straight after that, Chapter 19, there are incredible drops. Look at that. Verse 4. He went a day's journey into the desert. He came to a broom tree, sat down under it, and prayed that he might die. That is not a happy man. That is a man who has come to the end of his tether. In spite of God doing the most spectacular works in his life and through him. He gets the queen on his case and he thinks, I've had enough of this. I just want to die now. I've had it. Fear overtakes him. And he runs for his life seems to forget all that God has done. And he's given up. Sound familiar? Sometimes. 
can't imagine too many of us have, have had quite the highs of Elijah's seeing God at work. But we, I am sure, could testify to some amazing things that God has done. Not least, dying for me, loving me, loving you enough to come and die. But, but incredible acts in our lives that we can see. There's more for, for Elijah to come. There's that amazing moment in chapter 19 where God appears in the still, small voice. Another beautiful little cameo story. God appearing out of all the tumult in the choir. Still, gentle whisper. Bottom line is that Elijah experienced highs and lows, but he remained attentive to God. Bottom line is, most of the time for Elijah, life just went on. See the beginning of chapter 18. After a long time, in the third year, there's nothing in between. Life just went on. Pretty normal, run-of-the-mill, diddly-dee, diddly-da, get up, go to bed, have some food, da-da-da. Just normal. But Elijah was attentive to God day in, day out. He was attentive through his ups, through his downs, through the kind of just meandering along. He was attentive to God. Are you? Are you attentive to God? Day in, day out. When things are soaring and you're feeling just so encouraged, you've seen God at work in amazing ways. When you are in the pits of despair, like the psalmist in Psalm 42, are you attentive to God? Because Elijah was a man just like us. Right, some of you are women, I realise that, but... He was a person, a human being, just like us. I just think this is such a... I, I hadn't quite clocked that, uh, that we were going to do our, our, our prayer day this week, the third Monday, just because we've got a five-week um, month, this, this, this five Sundays in the month. And uh, so we, we, we have our prayer day tomorrow. Will you set aside some time tomorrow to be particularly attentive to God? But not just tomorrow. Please do it tomorrow. Please, please do that. I'm so sorry that I didn't um, write a little uh, help sheet. I'll, I'll post one online later on on the website and uh, maybe on Facebook. I'll, I'll see if um, Jill can help me with that, maybe. Um, but, uh, but please set aside some time to pray. It might be early in the morning, might be in the middle of the day, might be, I don't know when you'll find time tomorrow, but set some time aside. Maybe read through the story of Elijah. See his up times, his down times. He had ups and downs, just like you and I. Second thing that really struck me about Elijah was the word that James uses 
that actually he was, he was using Elijah as an example. Let's go back to it. Hang on a second. James chapter 5. He's just finishing off his letter. And he's talking about prayer. He's talking about praying. Verses 13 through to 18, prayer is a constant repetition. And he says, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain. Again, he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced his crops. Elijah was a righteous man. An example of a righteous man who prayed. Well, it's all right for him. He was a Bible superstar. But here's the good news. God invites us to righteousness too. He wasn't righteous because he was special and different. He was righteous because he learned to hear God's voice, because he walked with God and he obeyed. He obeyed what God asked of him. And we too are invited to righteousness, to be right before God. Not by trying to please everyone, Not by trying to earn God's favour by doing a good deed. Not by trying to be good. But by faith in Jesus. By acknowledging our need for his forgiveness. And his free gift of forgiveness. In walking with him. In serving him couple of times in the account of Elijah. Elijah says, as the Lord Almighty lives, whom I serve. As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve. We're invited to righteousness so that we can serve Almighty God. Of course, out of that, our behaviour will be different. Of course, out of that, we need to desire to behave differently, but that's not what makes us righteous. Elijah, as he prayed fervently, as James said, he expressed his relationship with God. He listened. Yes, he talked to God. And he acted on what God was saying. To be fair to old Elijah, he took some pretty big risks, actually. (laughs) He was prepared to look pretty foolish. I think I'd feel the pressure with 850 religious people having spent a whole day kind of asking for fire to come down and then me, on my own, with the king stood there, saying, Lord God, please send fire. I would be quite concerned that I would end up looking an idiot. He took a risk. 
He took risks when he knew in his heart, this is what God has told me to do. I need to do it. Elijah was a man just like us. He experienced highs and lows. He was a man just like us who was called to be righteous before God because he prayed and he prayed and he knew his God. How are you praying? Is it kind of intermittent? Maybe when we come together on a Sunday, you join with other people in praying. That's good. That's, that's important that we join together in prayer. But what about this afternoon? What about as, as stuff is going on this afternoon? Will you turn in your thoughts and in your prayers to God? Will you be attentive to God and expectant to be in his presence this evening as you go to bed? As you get up tomorrow morning to start a new week? Do you end up saying of Elijah, well, it's all right for him. Or will you give thanks that the God of Elijah is the same God that we have been singing to this morning, who have been standing in his presence this morning. God is the same today as he was then and he will be tomorrow. Of course your life won't be a carbon copy of Elijah's. Of course it won't. You are not Elijah. You will never be a carbon copy of anybody that you admire. Maybe you can learn stuff from people you admire. But you'll never be them. I will never be Elijah. But I can be faithful to God, as God calls Andy Graham to be faithful to God. You can be faithful to God, as you are called to be faithful Let's be attentive. Let's be faithful to God. Let's be fervent in prayer, whether we're on the high, or whether we're on the low, or whether we're just ambling along, going okay. Maybe that you never really feel that you see God at work in extraordinary ways, but I have a hunch that the more time we spend looking for God's presence, the more time we spend seeking God, being open to him, the more times we'll think, oh, that seems pretty amazing that that happened. The more we expect to see God at work, I think the more we will see God at work. How are you praying? How are you walking with God this Sunday in the middle of August?